Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome in our today's episode of the mini-series on burnout and process management. We are going to talk about the DMAKE cycle. DMAKE is at the core of process optimization of process innovation. The DMAKE is an abbreviation which stands for the words define, measure, analyze, improve, and control. And you usually depict these five letters in a cycle because you have to repeat this cycle again and again if you want to be good in your process optimization. The idea of the first letter define is you have to define what are the troubles, what are the issues within, within your process. And you can do it either with the tool I told you about in our previous episode, or you can use your observation, you can use interviews. Anyway, you have to find the things that cause troubles in your process. If it is about your individual process, try to do it on your own. Just write down the things that make you worry and do it during, let's say, one week. Every day, each time you finish an activity, write down how you felt about it and why exactly you felt like this. At the end, you might have a list of different things that make you unhappy, that make you exhausted. For example, what makes me exhausted are too many different activities. Even though most of these activities, they are not complex and they are not hard, but if I have too many of them and I have to constantly switch between them, it makes me exhausted at the end of the day. Moreover, I don't have the feeling of having something done and succeeded because I worked on two dozens of different things and I don't know what I achieved at the end of the day. So this it is only one of the examples. You have to notice also the other things that you assume have impact on your level of happiness, on your level of exhaustion. For example, the number of coffee breaks, or the number of contacts you have, or the duration of contacts you have, people with whom you had contact, and so on. After you define these ideas, these are only the ideas, you don't know whether it is exactly the case, maybe next week the same activity will be filed differently. In order to know this, you write all these things down into an Excel sheet in order to we can come to the next letter, which is the measurement. And if you write it in an Excel sheet, it's better if you formulate it in a quantitative way. So if there is a number of contacts, make it a number of contacts. You can measure it. You had three contacts a day, five contacts, seven, that you have a number. Introduce a column on the left-hand side with your date and make the date for the 30 days. Start with the first day of the month and go till the last day of the month. And then in each next column, you have a variable. Let's say, for example, duration of contacts in minutes, number of contacts, number of different activities, and so on. And you write down each day at the end of the day the things that you experience during this day. The last and the most important variable would be, for example, the level of exhaustion. And let's make it 0 to 100. Zero means not exhausted at all, and 100 means completely exhausted. I cannot do anything else, so I'm completely empty at the end of the day. So what you have to do now, it is the measurement phase, you have to measure it, and it takes time. So if you want to make it correctly, you will have to spend about one month of time and make it every day. 
Every day at the end of the day you make a small measurement when you write down how many contacts, what kind of contacts, what is their duration. For example, did you meet with students or did you meet not with students, with your peers and so on. You can introduce any variables you want. What else is important that you write how you feel at the end of the working day. So we are done with the measurement and we go to the next letter, which is A, for analyze. Analyzing is actually much simpler than some people think. You can run some tests uh, and you can do it directly in Excel. If you want to do it, go to settings, go to additional options, go to add-ons, and then you have to activate the statistical tools pack. Just set across there and the statistical tools pack will appear in your data tab. And if you go there, you can run a regression or you can run an ANOVA. These are the two things that you will need. If you run a regression, your independent variables are all these, all those variables in the columns after the date. And actually the day I would also take as one of the variables. I'll explain you in a second why, or explain you by the next step why. And your dependent variable, so what is impacted, is the level of exhaustion. And then you run the regression, and then you will have the results, you will know what kind of events, what kind of things that you measured has a positive or negative impact, statistically significant impact on the level of exhaustion. And put all these variables at once into this equation. This will help you to test the quality of different factors and the strength of different factors, as well as their significance. If you have not quantifiable factors, for example, meeting with different types of people and use different names for them, then you can run the ANOVA analysis. ANOVA analysis will make a group comparison. So if you meet Thomas, Stefan, Stephanie, and Andrea, then you have four people, and at the end of each day, after you met them, you have some level of exhaustion. And then you can compare just the groups. What happened during these days when you met Andrea? What happened during these days when you met Thomas? And so on. This is the logic behind the ANOVA analysis. If you want to know more, please go to YouTube and look at the tutorial how to run an ANOVA in Excel. It is pretty simple. You will just need to maybe restructure your data a little bit. And then you will know what variables were significant and what is the power of these variables in the explanation of your dependent variable emotional exhaustion. And this is how the analysis is done. Uh, not completely, because at the end we have to understand what to improve the next step. And now look at all the variables and their coefficients or regression coefficients, also called the b-values. I assume that we work well with regression now. You will see the numbers and you will see how big they are. The bigger the number, the higher the impact on the level of emotional exhaustion. So sort them, select those of them that are statistically significant and start with those which have the highest power, which have the highest regression coefficient or b-value. These are probably the things that you have to improve first because they cause the highest level of emotional exhaustion. Yet you have to be careful in this regard because remember I told you that sometimes you have to include also the day and you can have for example time in minutes and then the B value for this duration in minutes can be very small. But what it will indicate that if you spend 10 minutes then you have to multiply this regression coefficient by 10. If you spend 20 minutes by 20, so the small numbers can be very big if your unit of measurement is very small. 
So number of coffee breaks is probably pretty simple if you have two or three, but if you spend 120 minutes on something, then you will have to multiply the effect by 120. That makes all of a sudden this regression coefficient very, very important. Finally, remember I told you that I also include the days, so I just number the days from 1 to 30 or 1 to 31, and I include them into regression as the variable. And if I find that there is statistical significance, means the next day the impact increases. The higher the day, the higher the impact on my exhaustion. Then this is the first indication that you run into burnout. If you are some days exhausted, some not, then probably it will not be a systematic issue. It will not end up in a burnout. But if you have this growth, and with each next number you run closer and closer to burnout, then this simple test will indicate that you're running into the state of burnout. Now we come to the improve phase, you have now the most important numbers and you need to start with them. So what was the biggest thing that made you mostly exhausted? If it is a number of coffee breaks, let's take the simple example. When you have too few coffee breaks, you are exhausted. This would be indicated by a negative regression coefficient that is highly statistically significant. Then you can simply increase the number of coffee breaks during the day. If you notice that some activities or some communications are exhausting you, then probably you have to do something with it. For instance, if you notice that communication with students exhausts you, but communication with your peers less, then probably you have to restructure the way you meet students. You can make online meetings, you can reduce number of meetings, you can make them shorter. For instance, after my last consultancies on these, I made them always for one hour, I started planning them for 30 minutes. It speeds up my students and they try to ask all their questions within 30 minutes. We can also speak 40 minutes, but they try to be shorter. And then at the end, I'm less exhausted because talking the whole hour about all the problems the student has and then having several such of meetings makes me exhausted. But if they speed up or if I invite two, three students to the same consultancy, as usually questions are more or less the same, it saves a lot of time, makes them more efficient, they get the same result for a shorter time, or more of them get the same result in a shorter time, and it makes me less exhausted. This is one of the things I improved in my communication with my students. Then we have the control. It means after you did it, you have to again make the measurement and you have to see what happened, what was good, what didn't work, and so on. And after control, as you see, it is a cycle. You go again into define. So after you resolve completely a problem, the others will appear. And after you re resolved the biggest issues, the smaller will become the big issues now, and so on. And maybe you will notice that it is not everything that you notice, that there are other factors having impact on the level of your exhaustion. In this event, you add these items to your Excel sheet and you make the next measurement during the month. And if you do it correctly, if you just follow this instruction, then in some days or in some months, would be more correctly, you will prevent burnout for you personally. And you can do the same for your organization. You can ask your employees to make this task or you can make this task for different issues having impact on your employees. So it will be like joint variable. The time on average your team spends on something and then you can see whether this time has impact on the level of exhaustion within your team. It takes time on the one hand side, on the other hand side, this is the most secure and most correct way to estimate what kind of problems you have. As you see in process management, this DMAX cycle is a really cool method and it's very applied for, I don't know, dozens of years. 
always efficient, always effective, and people keep doing it, keep applying it in future. That is why I recommend you to apply DMAX cycle and try to prevent burnout for you personally or within the organization. I hope it was helpful, good luck, and I'll see you in the next episode, where we are going to talk about a different visualization tool in order to indicate psychological issues. Wish you all the best, good luck, see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.